Oh, did you want to show us the dumb plant, Kelly? Oh, yeah. When he's oh, yeah, show us your dumb plant. plant. Talk is the intro. So, <laughs> so this plant, is it's a succulent, and it's called a pickle plant. Oh. Oh, my gosh. What a silly looking plant. <laughs> like, it goes like, all the way up. It's like a drawing of a plant from a Peanuts cartoon. It's It's terrible. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's got little spikies happening. I don't know. I'll I'll put a picture of it on Instagram for the listeners if this goes into an intro. But has joined the pod. But it's so stupid looking. Friends and fiends, welcome to Bugs Need Heroes, a podcast where an artist and an entomologist team up to illustrate the inspiring abilities of insects by creating a bug-themed superhero. I'm Amanda. And I'm Kelly. Producer Derek and Desi are also here. Uh, before we get started creating this bug-inspired hero, what's bugging you, Kelly? Oh, it's just been lots of lots of writing for old Caltown lately. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so much writing for my dissertation. And um, imposter syndrome, real high. Oh. Oh, you think getting a doctor would cure that, but uh, alas. <laughs> it doesn't. So if, it doesn't. if any of the listeners are having imposter syndrome too, I'm right there with you. Mm. And uh, you know what? It's, it's, uh, it is what it is. And you're awesome. And I'm awesome. And we'll get, we'll get through it. So it's all, it's all, all adults faking that they know what they're talking about anyway. Yeah. You might as well be yeah. another adult faking you know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but otherwise, I guess things are good. How's the rain? Uh, is it fall there? I don't know how much. No tree. rain here. Um, how we're much not... tree action you get as far as leaves? Um, I'm looking out the window right now at Liberty State Park. We're getting a little bit of oranges, some mm. reds. It's a little early. Yeah. For oh, us, I think. Because how fall, about you guys? About halfway through October, it's suddenly fall. It's like green, green, warm, warm, warm. Now it's fall. The leaves are orange <laughs> and they're on the ground. It's raining every day. You know what I'm like? Cool. You get a lot of rain in the fall? We get a lot of rain most of the year, except for the last couple of years because of climate change. But uh, we've had unusually summers, hot summers the last couple of years. But mm. normally, Portland is not as rainy as Seattle. So put that from your mind. But we probably, out of the 365 days, I'd say it's at least some form of precipitation. 200 of those days oh wow wow that's a lot of rain but that's like any amount of precipitation i should probably look that up before i say like i'm some sort of meteorologist (laughs) you could be i'd have no idea for all you know i'm a doctor of the skies (laughs) a sky doctor that's (laughs) but it's like uh you know if it's foggy it drizzly uh, a lot of times in the afternoon, it's still really warm. It's still park weather here in the afternoon, but in the morning and the evening, it's usually pretty drizzly. It's which pretty. I love. It's been dry here. Uh, the temperature has been good. I went out yesterday. My husband and I wore like a a light a light dress and yeah. and just a cardigan, and I was good. It was very it was very um, Elaine Bennis. It was like this small, <laughs> this small flowered dress. Yeah, and my hair was kind of huge, and. Um, and a and a tights and a uh, yeah a cardigan. I, f- I felt very Seinfeld for some reason, but it was good. It was very comfortable temperature. The rain has made something bloom here. I've had bloody noses. Sorry, mm. people who don't like bloody noses. I've had bloody noses for the last three days, and like I once I get one, 
it's like it it's gonna happen for the next week and there's nothing i can do about it i only get that when it's dry i something here is blooming because it's i specifically get these kinds of nosebleeds (laughs) when my nose is like annoyed about something oh weird huh yeah well i'm sorry to hear that that's very obnoxious i think it's the red sage the, red sage. the ornamental red sage that people put in it's, their It is yard. your nemesis. You've complained nemesis. about that before. Yeah. Well, it's like the only thing like, like I do fine with like dandelions and dogwood trees and like all that stuff. Psh, fine. fine. No big deal. But somehow the sage gets me. It's why I can't drive to Utah anymore either. Oh, Utah's very pretty. That's a shame. Well, I just can't drive. I have to fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did finally watch... Um, oh yes the, the, the second Spider-Verse movie Spider-Verse across the Spider-Verse across the Spider-Verse yes you gotta remember it like it's a Beatles song <laughs> I don't like hot take <laughs> listeners I don't like the Beatles Oh, so so I would rather not you've not been interested in their creepy AI robot Beatles song that just came out I didn't even know that was happening that's how, oh, that's how little yeah. I like the Beatles I guess they have a recording of old Johnny I'm sure I would like some of their B-sides, but I don't like any of their yeah. popular Fair. stuff. is too bouncy for me. I, I don't know. I don't know. Not a yeah. fan. But it's very 60s. So, Spider-Verse. So, Spider-Verse, what would you think? Did you like the movie, first of all? It was hyped up so hard mm-hmm. that by the time I watched it, I was like, this is fine. This is fine. It All the hype, I think, killed it for me a little no, bit. No, I, I but, feel that. I love the story. Um, Much like Star Wars Episode 2, I loved when it was all Jedi all the time. So when we got to to like the Spider-Man place and it was just Spider-Man for me to look at, loved it. All the Spider-Man, the Spoodermans. I like (laughs) that. Uh, I love love to hate Miguel. Although I wish wish they made him a a little harder like he was in the comics. No, no, yeah. I thought it I was a little Miguel light. Mm-hmm. There was I a lot think they were with. trying to make you, the audience, understand where Miguel's coming from. Yeah. Like, yeah. he couldn't be straight up a villain, because he is still technically a Spider-Man. A Spider-Man, yeah. Yeah. Um, Oscar Isaac funny. is fantastic, so even as a voice. Yeah. <clears throat> Rewatching it last night, I felt similarly about Miguel, that, like, he's he's kind of funny at parts, and you're like... yeah. This kind of feels like a contra- contrary tone He's, sometimes. I, I guess it makes sense that all all Spider-Man are probably a little bit funny. A little bit. They, can't, they just can't help it. They're, they're like yeah. those comedians with dark pasts. Like they just Peter even mentions it. Funny. Yeah, like yeah. Peter he says, says it. It's like, you know, yeah. we're supposed to be funny. You're the only Spider-Man that's not funny. Not funny, yeah. Um, the, the artwork was pretty, except some of it was like an acid trip. Mm. And I could not follow it. There was too much happening. The fight scenes were too long. Agreed. Um, I can't focus on all of that. And as much as I enjoyed the character of the Brit punk Spider-Man, I could not look at him. <laughs> I couldn't look at him. It was very hard for my eyes to process what was mm. happening. Um, so overall, I would say it was a good movie, but it was not a great movie. Right. Because Interesting. of these you had some sensory input i had some sensory issues on my end no that's fair um, i think the movie's about 15 minutes too long i think by the time you get to the end like reveal 
with what was set up for movie three, I felt like, okay, we got it. Get there. Get there. Yeah. <laughs> See, I felt I felt I the opposite. I felt editor. like it was a half an hour too short. Interesting. And I well, don't know what they're going to do for the third uh, movie to fill it out for like that runtime. But well, I think I think you're going to have the classic movie three issue, which is that movie three is just a fight scene for an hour and a half. That's what happened to the Hobbit movie. That's what happened to the mm, Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. movie. It's just. And now we solve the conflict for an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I worry it's that like, the, uh, the last movie is just going to be a fight scene. I mean, Pirates of the Caribbean shouldn't be the sequel journey that anyone takes because it starts so high <laughs> and then it's just so bad. <laughs> You're like, come on, guys. But you know me, I hate, really tank. I hate when, when movie two is just a lead into movie three, especially when movie one wasn't. Like if it was like, hey, we're doing a trilogy then maybe I can forgive a certain amount of like number one's not a complete movie by itself because mm-hmm. I know I have two more movies coming. But when movie one is a complete movie and then movie two isn't, I just feel like you've yeah. missed the point of a sequel. Yeah. You know? I didn't, I didn't like that in spider verse where it just ends on a, to be continued. Yeah. That really irks yeah. me. It surprisingly did not bother my husband. I thought he was going to hate that his, his issues with the movies were, was the same as mine mostly the sensory like what the hell's happening right now yeah i really like a lot of it i've seen some really interesting uh like film analysis on it that i've been like wow i didn't see that at all but now that you say it of course i see it there Mm um there's been a lot of discussion about like lgbt like subtle storylines within the 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 movie Uh, with all the representation was wonderful i'm very happy about that yeah and like you know some characters came back and said one line and you're like come on guys i like that character why'd they not come back um you know that sort of stuff but i'm excited for three i really liked two watching it last night i was like dang this movie is so pretty it's such a pretty movie at times overwhelming like you said like there's just too much going on like yeah. i mean I overall like, it was a very pretty movie yeah overwhelming <laughs> over like the fight scene in the met and the fight scene when we should probably say if you haven't watched spider-verse <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about spider-verse uh but like the fight scene in the met which bothered me because they're destroying the met and i was like those are priceless yeah like artworks please don't destroy the you know the monet that's hanging on the wall okay it's fine all right it's just a movie i'm trying to divorce myself from like <laughs> the literal billions of dollars of damage that's happening right now um but then like that fight scene went on slightly too long and then the the fight scene where Miles is trying to like escape the other spider boys also was too long. Also, I took a shower afterwards and it made me realize that the presence of the Spider-Man PlayStation Spider-Man implies oh. that Miles exists in other universes. It seems impossible that he only got bit in one of them. So right. There must and, be another Miles and Spider-Man especially, especially considering him being bit was a mistake because that spider yeah. came from another universe anyway. I think that's the thing. Is it is not a mistake? I think that he, Miles, is not supposed to be bitten by that particular spider. That he, he's still supposed to be bitten, though, you He's think? still supposed to be bitten, just not by that spider. Well, mm. what's really going to wrinkle your brain is uh, Genki is playing the PS4 Spider-Man in a scene. Oh, no. Yeah. See, <laughs> this is the trouble with modern fandom. 
it like across the board is we spend we know too, too much, much time. Yeah, exactly. There's too much access to information. And what should be just like a funny shout out, hee hee, he's playing Spider-Man, becomes this like, but what does that do to the universe? Yeah. The, the, the continuity. Oh, you know, which I, as I used to be into as a 20 something, now as a 30 something, I'm like, it's all just cartoon dogs. Okay. Let's all just. <laughs> It's all just singing monkeys. We don't need to like get this deep into it's it. You fine. Yeah. So you liked all the seeing all the spider boys and spider girls. A surprising amount of spider girls. But, I loved uh, it. Did any of them? Did any of those? Because it's my understanding that at least some of the background characters are spider sonas, which I don't know if you know what a spider soda is. <laughs> uh, it, it, explain the explain concept. for the, for the masses. So there's this thing in fandom internet which i try not to engage with fandom too much because i feel like it's too intense these days but one (laughs) of the things that they do that is fun is every now and then a show will inspire a basically an art challenge that is hey draw yourself in this universe and for spider-verse it was draw yourself as a spider-man variant and those were called spider sonas and my understanding that Sun Spider, who was one of the characters that briefly shows up in the chase scene, mm-hmm. was a spider sona of like one of the production staff. Oh, that's cool. That's very uh, cute. And I thought it was a little funny that it was called Sun Spider because like the one thing I've learned from this podcast is that Sun Spiders <laughs> are not real spiders. <laughs> That's the, the irony. <laughs> so I thought that was a little funny that like the only named spider soda was not a real spider. Um, but yeah, so the internet, Pinterest, Instagram was all full after the first Spider Verse, and then especially after the second Spider Verse, people drawing their their. If I was thing. if if I was bit by a radioactive spider, I think that's so much fun. I love. Yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's fun. I think uh, it's really, yeah, and I tried yeah, not to look. I enjoyed watching all that. Yeah. Looking at all the the spiders and spider sonos and folks and yeah, what what spider inspo would you take if you couldn't take Sun Spider because she's not a real spider? What spider <laughs> would you want to have the powers of? Well, my my favorite one of my favorite spiders is the spider family of spiders we're covering today, which is the wolf spider. <gasps> the wolf spider. Have you heard of those before? Uh, we have them here. They are, to my knowledge, <laughs> a furry little guy that comes at you at the speed of speed of sound, they're, like Sonic the Hedgehog. They're they're pretty quick. They can move up to two feet per second. They're fast, and they come in a variety of sizes. Um, you might know them for their their parental care. Oh yeah, are you thinking of the giant house spider? No, no, the giant house spider does come at me with speed previously <laughs> on Man. <laughs> comes at me i have to i now have to check my tub every single time i use the tub because the last like five times i've gone to use the tub there has been a a a spider who is with us no more stuck in my drain yeah (laughs) big old guys cody don't listen to this part i'm definitely not (laughs) checking the tub before you get in the (laughs) bathroom cody what a good wife you are (laughs) yeah i almost didn't check it before i put the kids in the other day and i was like (laughs) almost almost put you guys in a tub with a corpse oops my bad oh wolfies are are different they're a separate species a separate family called lycosidae and uh it comes from the greek word lycos which means wolf um yeah they're quick 
they are active hunters. They don't make um, webs to catch prey in. And you might know them from horrified people on the internet because the the mothers carry their yes. offspring on their back. Yes, this I am familiar with is the, <laughs> the backpack of children. Yes. Uh, they can have yeah. several hundred. One paper said this rabid wolf spider, which not actually rabid spiders can't carry bees. Um, had over a thousand babies, which just seems my gosh, That's so many babies. It's because it's we've talked about motherhood mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the lack of motherhood with bugs <laughs> a lot on this podcast, and so it's a lot of times it's just kind of a dump and run situation. Yeah, uh, here oh, yeah. I've laid, I've laid five hundred eggs, sayonara. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> hope you guys don't get eaten by a ladybug, but. It's funny to me that spiders, and so many, like if it was like five spiders, baby spiders, yeah. I'd be like, reasonable. You got to feed these five baby spiders. But like a thousand? That's a lot of baby <laughs> spiders. So you're like, here you like go, a, children. On average, if we were to average all the all the species, it's probably closer to maybe like a buck fifty. But that's still okay. a lot of, still a lot of spiderlings. And she doesn't feed them. They, um. Right. So spiders, like anything, like any amniote. Coming out of that little eggy has a what not is amniote. an amniote? Not amniote. <laughs> uh, well, like anything with an egg yolk. So spiders okay. have an egg yolk, and they have a fat source while they're growing inside the egg, and they get enough fat and protein from the egg that when they're babies, hanging out on mom, they don't eat. They don't have to. Oh, so while they're small enough to ride on her back, they're not worried about their next meal anyway because they've got it all. No stored up in there interesting because that was gonna be my next question is does she actually provide no yeah Uh, there are other species of spider that do provide food for their offspring but wolfies don't they do give them water which is adorable so picture all these babies little babies all these little babies on mom's back she's carrying them around they need to drink she will walk towards a water source dip her front legs into the water and lower her body and the babies will crawl down her legs, take little sips of water and then crawl back again. And they that all take turns. So cute. It's I'm sorry. Very cute. That is, it's, it's, it's a level of like behavior that I don't ever expect of like of the spider. Yeah, yeah. Like a level of, of intention that I, I, my human bias i just often don't assign to like specifically non-mammal animals right right but she she does that not only so we'll start we'll start at the beginning um so after the female mates with a male and she has enough sperm stored to create eggs to fertilize the eggs um she lays this really intricate mat of webbing she makes a thick mat on the ground and then she lays her eggs in the mat and she puts more silk over the top of them and then starts rolling it into this tight little ball with her back legs. And uh, she shapes it with her chelicerae and her, her pedipalps, which are the little feet next yeah. to her mouth, until it becomes like a heavy, thick ball and then attaches it to her spinnerets. She carries those puppies around until they're ready to hatch. So, so not only does she have them once they're hatched, she carries around a backpack of eggs to start with. Before, yeah. And uh, oh, I'm 
uh, to define chelicerae is her mouth parts in case I, I don't know if I've mentioned that in other episodes before but um yeah so she carries this egg mass around for I mean it depends on the species how long it takes for them to to hatch it takes her well first it takes her three hours to lay the eggs and make this beautiful egg mass imagine three hours of a spider's time just making an egg sack I mean, proportionally to how long she lives, that's a that's a long time. That's like a it's like a three day labor for her. It's like a few days. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's what's kind of cool is uh, one paper I was reading was saying that they orient themselves to the sun. So, wolf spiders orientate themselves using the the placement of the sun and the polarized light waves coming from the sky. And this one study put them in the dark for a while. And then they were still orienting themselves towards where the sun should be. So that means they can sort of tell time, at least by the hour, which is ridiculous. Oh, do they think it's time or do they think they're feeling some sort of magnetic? I guess that wouldn't really be the sun, though. It's still judging the amount of time that's passed. Yeah. That's crazy. I can't even tell They'll continue to orient in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, I can't tell time either. Yeah, my time um... blindness is real bad. I think a week went by and it's been a month. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh no, yeah, I'm terrible with time. Wolf spider is yeah. far more advanced than I am. So yeah, so three hours of her making that egg, egg sack, she probably sort of under, not understands, but feels it, which is very cool. Um, and then when it's time for that sack to hatch, she helps them be born. So she will take the seam of the egg sack and start opening it gently with her mouth parts and her pedipalps uh, until the babies can, can be free, which is, it's a lot of care going on with this mama. Yeah. I mean, it just feels like I get, like, again, I just, the level of intention there is just mm-hmm. not what I expect, especially from, I mean, I'm always surprised on this podcast when you're like, and then it gently puts a bonnet <laughs> on the baby and a bib. And it swaddles them. Yeah, exactly. Well, we've had several where it's like, and then they just care for their young for like the, especially the ear wig was like. Oh, the ear wig. Yeah. We did that for Mother's Day because it did so much mothering, but maybe we should have done a wolf spider. So Peter Parker carrying around May Day in. It's pretty good. Pretty good. Although, I mean, the the males are not involved. The males are usually eaten. Oh, (laughs) no. (laughs) After after mating. She needs uh, protein to make those eggs, so you're going to eat your partner. That's why they do it. I mean, it's an easy meal. The the ultimate dad sacrifice. Yeah, it's your your body. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) But if... Dad bod. assuming, Assuming dad. Assuming Peter has taken on the characteristics of wolf spiders, he is on on par. He's doing good. Yeah, he's, he's doing, doing good. He's right. got that baby in a backpack carrying her around. <laughs> Just being, the one, though. He's being not... kind of a bad dad, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, he only got some of the characteristics. <laughs> but it's incredible. Yeah, she helps them to come out of the egg sac, and it'll it takes it takes a few hours for all of the babies to come out, and she just patiently waits. She'll stand there until they're all out, and then she'll take some webbing, some silk, rather, and sling it over her back. And then all the spiderlings climb up, and it's time to hitch a ride with mom for about maybe two weeks or so, depending on species, before they leave her. But yeah, she carries them around. She still hunts. 
She hunts with the babies on her to feed herself. It's pretty amazing. I'm I'm very impressed at the level of, of momming <laughs> happening by this spider. Total momming. So what else does a wolf spider do that's like specific? Wait, 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 wait. We should talk about your spider sona of a wolf oh. spider first. <laughs> so I, I don't have children, but I, I picture... <laughs> We'll just put cats in the back. Yeah, I picture a little bit of an Eleanor Abernathy situation. Who's <laughs> my favorite Simpsons character? Yeah, uh, of course. Whipping cats around. I currently only have two cats. Um, we had we've only ever had two cats at a time, but before Darcy and Finn, my husband had a white cat named Luna. So maybe like three three cats. Three, three cats. Okay. Okay. Um. Oh, Rotunda. Rotunda can be part of my oh yeah, part okay. of my cat team. <laughs> <laughs> Just put all the cats. But you said that the wolf spiders do not make web. Are you going to be a web slinger if you don't have webs? They uh, they mostly yeah, they don't. Do all Spidermen sling webs? Are all of them web slingers? Um. Well, in Miguel has kind of like a fake web in in the movie. He has kind of that that red light web that wasn't quite. Yeah, it's a little zappy. I mean, to be fair, a lot of the spider people don't make their own web. They have created a web. They've got like silly string cans. Exactly. To like to increase their spider likeness. (laughs) So I guess in theory, you just never created your. uh, Yeah. Your spider canisters. You're like, that's a lot of jazz. I'm not interested in. Instead of. Um, yeah, instead of webbing, wolf spiders are fast. They're fast oh. and they're strong. Okay. Um, they are sit and wait predators, which means they just kind of hang out. They're not hiding. Ambush, the difference between sit and wait and ambush is the explosiveness of the attack and whether or not that that creature is kind of hiding. Wolf spiders just kind of hang out. They just kind of in the lurk in corners until someone wanders by yeah. and they and they actively hunt you'll see them walking around and hunting and, and grabbing prey um they can be anywhere from like 0.04 inches which is so teeny it's about 0. 0.1 0.1 centimeters to one and a half inches in length or 3.8 centimeters so they're pretty wide variety of ranges in size we have here in North America, the biggest is called the Carolina wolf spider, Hogna carolinensis. And I actually worked with one, I worked with several for my master's degree, and I loved the heck out of the biggest one. I named her Olga because it sounded like a strong name, like she was a big girl. Olga, yeah. Like I a am. strong spider, yeah. I've got pictures of her, always one picture, I'll share them on Instagram when this post comes out. But I, I just think they're so neat. They have great eyesight. So out of their number three for spider eyes for how great their vision is. And it makes sense because if you're an active hunter, you need to be able to see. You can't, you're not relying on a web. Um, web spiders have crappy eyesight. So there's a big difference when they're doing this. The best eyesight is jumping spiders, which I'm sure we'll cover at some point. And I think Gwen is isn't Gwen kind of based off of the jumping spider? Oh, she's based off of, yeah, that's like one specific. Yeah, uh, maybe the bold. Is it the bold jumper? Yeah, okay. And um, the second best eyesight is huntsman spiders, which our listeners in Australia probably know 
so much about. Oh no, that's like those big boys that like those are the hide big under boys your... on the wall. Yeah, they hide under like your uh, your door handles and stuff. And you're yeah. like, oh, I hate that. Thanks. I told. I think I've mentioned before. I had a friend in Australia who was shocked that we don't have magnets that just like show all the things you should be on the lookout for. <laughs> Because we don't like, need them here. Excuse me? She's like, yeah, you guys don't have the magnets. And I was like, what are you talking about? And apparently in Australia, they have like, you know, free government issued magnets of like, do not touch these oh, things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, well, my, yeah. My friend Michael, who lives in Australia. Hi, Michael. I know he listens to the podcast. <laughs> um, was telling me that the Huntsman spiders are in their cars and sometimes in their visor. So when you go to pull the visor down, a spider will just fall on you. It's just part of. I've seen some truly horrifying like videos of like, oops, all spiders. <laughs> oops, all huntsmen. Yeah. Oops, all huntsmen. Okay, so like, what kind of pose do you think? Okay, if you're not a web slinger, yeah, I don't you need know. to be like. Do you need to be crouched, waiting for your prey? I do There's like a- to sit. <laughs> there's a couple like classic Spider-Man poses. There's poses. like this. There's like jumping through the air. They always have. He always has his knees like up. Always. Oh yeah. Just because yeah. he's a spider, and that's how they. That's yeah, how they attack mode. Around. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think crouching on the ground is probably our best bet. Well, how about just like a standing pose? Because what if I have a cool costume? You yeah, want to make that's sure the true. costume. Is, that's true. Is front and center. Okay, well, do you do you jog at all? <laughs> I'm a runner. Yeah, I run. Okay, okay, then we'll give you a good yeah. like runny pose. I enjoy running. Um, but yeah, so the the huntsman is number two, and then our buddies, the wolfies, have the third best eyesight of all spiders, which is pretty cool. Um, they have so. Also, I hate to always refer to the internet, but that's kind of what we got. Mm-hmm. Um, you've seen videos where someone shines a flashlight in the grass in the dark. Yes. And it, it lights up. And it lights up with a, <laughs> a thousand little pinpricks of light. Those are wolf spider eyes. They dislike. They... <laughs> <laughs> no. Don't love that. <laughs> well, Just not like, only do you know, I not want cat. to, you know. Yes. Yes. Like so we've talked eyes. a lot about how cats have that like reflective mm. lens on the back of their eyes. Is that the same thing going on with the speeders it's the same thing yeah it's called the tapetum lucidum and it's a reflective tissue at the back of the eye and uh for wolf spiders it's only the bottom four eyes that do this so um, we'll, we'll talk about eye pattern for a minute uh so families of spiders can actually be identified by their eye patterns they're all very distinct so if all you can see on a spider is its eyes which would be weird but if that's all you can see you should be able to figure out what family they're from. So our friends, the wolf spiders, have two very large eyes in the front, like, boop, big eyes, and then underneath, four smaller eyes, and then at the very top of their head, two medium-sized eyes. And these are not compound. These are all single-lensed eyes, like, uh, not kind of like ours, sort of, but buggier, um, <laughs> yeah all, but not all black yeah yeah not no, not um, no iris compounds yeah uh and um so when you're shining a light in the grass you're picking up those bottom four eyes that will shine oh. back at you which i think is pretty cool and i think we talked about in the the panel we did at rose city those front eyes are for hunting 
Mm-hmm. And then the upper eyes are for not getting hunted. Yeah, you don't want to get eaten by anything above you. Right. Like and do a, they have a the, bird or what is a, it? Oh, now I'm not gonna remember the, the, the like the the eye that has like the it only senses light and dark. Do they have that? The Ocelli? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they that? just have those two lens dies on top. Okay, okay. Which and then that's probably mostly what they're doing anyway, is sensing shadow moving over the top of the so the, the cephalothorax. So spiders have their um, head and that first segment are fused together to create one segment. Right, Unlike our insect friends have, who have the three right. segments. They have the three. And that's how you can tell if it's an arachnid or an insect. Or one of the ways. I one of the ways, yeah. What's what's the most what's the easiest way? A, a leg? Yeah, you know? yeah, like okay. legs, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that depends on how quickly you're seeing this guy move, yeah. you know? Yeah, eight legs versus six for arachnids. Um, yeah, I just think they're really, they're cool. Uh, I see them all over the place. I see different, different sized wolf spiders. They do produce venom. So if you're bitten by one, you're gonna you're not gonna have the worst time unless you're allergic to the venom. It'll get red, uh, puffy. But how would you know if you're allergic until it's too late? <laughs> until until it goes necrotic. Yeah, yeah, you exactly. <laughs> uh, it's really hard to make them bite you. You have to, you know, really kind of squish them, or or cover or them unsuccessfully up. squish them, as the case may be. Yeah, yeah. Um, often spiders will do a dry bite first, which doesn't have any venom in it. It's like a warning because venom right. venom production is costly. It takes energy to make that venom. So if you can bite something without using venom and it leaves you alone, then great. You don't have to produce ex, you know excess venom. Uh, oh, do you need to know what they what their patterns are for the my spider? Uh, I remember I what the wolf spider is because I drew you a little spider eyeball the other day yeah you drew me the eyes we're gonna put the eyes the eye pattern up on instagram for this episode and uh, maybe as we cover other spiders we can do the other family eye eye patterns as well Um, but wolf spiders are generally brown black or gray and striped they have stripes running right down the the abdomen and the top of the cephalothorax yeah they're kind of fuzzy they have little fuzzy leggies They're, they're pretty cool and they live their total lifespan can can be up to three years, depending on the species, but it's usually closer to one, maybe one and a half. So mom's spending a lot of time with those babies in her short lifespan. Uh, she can also have multiple egg sacs uh, throughout her life, but mother's work is never done, Amanda. <laughs> That's interesting that she does not live that long, and yet she has multiple broods i guess yeah, bird works <laughs> you think it'd be i mean because a lot of the again a lot of the bugs we've talked about have been kind of a one and done situation yeah yeah she can have others well what's kind of funny is that they'll also adopt spiderlings from other mothers Ad- adopt the ad- adopt because their mother is no longer available to them or adopt because i found these spiderlings and now they're mine uh, because the mother is no longer available. Oh, okay. Because um, the duck method is to just take them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, give me these babies. Give, these are my babies now. <laughs> well, this this was done in uh, in experiments in a, in laboratory setting, but they took babies of I think it was a I think Pardosa was the genus. I don't remember what species it was, 
and I know they've done this with rabid wolf spiders too, where they took spiderlings from one mother and put them with the, another mother and the other mother immediately accepted them. And they, they crawled up on her and she was like, I guess we're doing this now. I guess that's kind of sweet. That's yeah. kind of because a lot, of, a lot of times there seems to be this competition of like, well, if your babies are doing well, that means my babies won't live. So your baby's got to go. Yeah, um, they, I don't, I don't think they can distinguish between their babies and someone else's babies. Oh, I, it's all just babies to them, and they're like, okay, now I care for the babies. Well, because the problem is if, if you so spiders are cannibals. Spiders want to eat each other, um, and they might eat their own offspring if the offspring don't disperse at a certain time if you if your babies are still clinging to you and you meet new babies and you can't tell the difference between those babies and yours you might eat your own babies so you better just let everyone come aboard and call it a day interesting mm-hmm. hmm. they also in this experiment took uh, a female who had never had babies before never had an egg sac and they put spiderlings in with her and they try to get up on top of her and she's flinging them everywhere. She's like, trying- <laughs> what is this? What is this? Get out of here. And she's children. Not into it. But she also doesn't try to eat them. She just tries to get rid of them. And then eventually, I suppose, as all mothers do, she gives up. And she and just, just allows them. Yeah. Oh my happen. gosh, that's funny. She's like, I guess I have these children now. I guess I'm a mom now. But a, yeah, a virgin female just says that's, fine. That's funny. <laughs> it is very funny. I I laughed a lot reading that. It's not normal to laugh while reading journal articles, but um, just reading through that one, I, I was giggling because I thought, man. That poor female <laughs> did not yeah, sign up for this. <laughs> she, I didn't even get to do the things I'm supposed to do to get here. And here I am. Here I am. Uh, but yeah, they'll, they'll carry the spiderlings around for a couple weeks. And what's interesting is if the mother is threatened, the babies will disperse so she can fight or flee. And I, I don't know what the signal is. I was trying to find this in the literature and I don't know if, it's not there or if I just missed it because I don't have, you know, 20 hours to really read the literature for the pod. How but um, <laughs> I read as much as I can. Uh, and I've worked with wolf spreaders before, so I, I have a, a pretty good understanding of them. But I don't know if she shakes them off when she's in danger to disperse them or if they flee on their own or if there's other some kind of cue. I don't know why it happens, but it does. And then she will gather them up afterwards when it's safe and get them all back on her back. Um, They'll also come find her. And that's likely due to chemical cues. A mother will smell a certain way to the the spiderlings and and they'll find her. But it's neat. Um, There's been videos where people have... I hate this video. They squashed one with a broom or something. And she was covered in babies. Yeah, and and they'll die. They'll die because she's, they can't, they can't give them, they don't know to drink by themselves. Right. So they'll probably, um, they require spider lessons on how to be a spider for two weeks. Yeah. They expect mom to bring them to the water. Uh, there was one study where the mother died and they left the spiderlings on there and there was water nearby and they never went to it. They just, they just don't know. Yeah. They, they 
basically uh, died of dehydration, even though it was right there. And another one where they took her, she was dead and they took her legs and put them in the water. And some of them did drink then. But they, yeah, I think they need these cues from her. I mean, to it's be so fair, sad. If, if, if I left the house <laughs> for three days, my children would also know not to drink. They would be like, I'm so thirsty. What is happening? Because I'm constantly supplying those kids <laughs> with, water. with water bottles. <laughs> I'm constantly supplying my husband with water. I get oh it. Oh my gosh. We just I'm got like, please drink more. <laughs> this like, I think we, the final count was like 80 ounce water bottle. It's, it's huge. It's, it's gotta like, be giant. <laughs> it's like a, a canister of water. And he's supposed to drink one a day, according to his doctor. You know, like you're supposed to drink oh so many ounces, yeah. topping off at 100. And it is so big, but the children want to drink out of it because it's this cool, <laughs> it's huge, huge water bottle, right? It's awesome. And we let Ted decorate it and this whole thing. It's covered, in, it's covered in pizza stickers. <laughs> it's appropriate for Cody. And exactly, exactly. <laughs> Teddy was very excited to like encourage dad to drink water. The older boy can drink it pretty well. You know, he's five. He can and, no and doesn't doesn't always send it up his nose. But <laughs> the 18 month old can't. So she is consistently almost drowning, trying to drink out of this huge water bottle. And Aww. like bless bless his heart, her brother's always trying to help. And so oh, now so he's sweet. just like waterboarding his younger sister. And I'm like, stop giving her the water. <laughs> As it like splooshes up her nose, Aww. and she's like, you know, so. but well, they would need the big water canister. Yes, they they would need someone to lead them to the water and say, "Please don't drown yourself in this water right now." <laughs> but great, Ross find Ross. Thank you for doing me a solid on that. <laughs> yeah, I I think their their whole parental care thing is really interesting, and uh, I love spiders. So when I finally finish this PhD, if I get my own lab. I think I like to do some wolf spider research because I have such a such a fondness for them. Um, what do you think you'd want to know about the spiders that you don't already know? Um, I think one of them is the is the offspring mechanism. Does she shake yeah. them or do they leave on their own? Um, like it maybe like I said, maybe someone has studied it and I just haven't yeah you haven't had a chance it. to find it yet. But um, when I worked with them for my master's degree. So you have to keep keep them separate because they will eat each other. So I had 20 deli containers with one spider in each container. Like little apartments, I had them all stacked on top of each other. So they had their own space. And uh, they had um, a Dixie cup with water in it that I cut in half so they could comfortably reach it. And they like lean down and drink like dogs. They put their that's, little that's so cute. <laughs> they put their little legs in front and they lower their whole bodies to the dish. I used to love to watch them. And um I would feed them once a week uh, a cricket, depending on when I was using them for my experiments, because I kind of needed them to be hungry to act like predators. Uh and it got to the point where I would come into the lab and turn the light on, and they would move to the front of their cups. And start scratching their legs on it. Yeah. Like a puppy at the back door? Yeah, kind of. And I was wondering if they were associating me with food. Which would be an interesting thing to test. Yeah. 
yeah yeah do they have the ability to to recognize a trigger of like when this thing happens this next thing happens yeah like when this giant thing walks into their room do i get a cricket and then from there if they can differentiate humans which i don't i don't know that might be a big stretch for a spider but i don't think anyone's really looked at it so who knows but yeah they would they would get excited when i walked in and probably when the undergrads walked in too, but I was the only one who was feeding them. Um, but yeah, that would be interesting to test. I think more and more we're learning invertebrate cognition is a lot more interesting than we initially thought it was. Uh, there's been lots of studies with jumping spiders and their intelligence recently, their cognitive abilities. So why not? Wolf spiders are big. Maybe the bigger ones are, are capable of some interesting behaviors that no one's really looked at. But don't uh, don't steal my ideas, scientists <laughs> who may be listening to this. <laughs> well, I think humans in general have a bias of big brains equals more intelligent. And I think we assume tiny brain means dumb, 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 <laughs> dumb, dumb. But it is, I mean, it sounds like that might not be the case. Like, I guess. They're not, Again. they're not like doing complicated math problems, right. but, I, but think, like, I think, yeah, they're capable of a lot more than we think they are. Yeah, I, I think so. I think it would be really fun to work on that uh, eventually. So we'll, we'll see. Maybe uh, Dr. Dr. Ped, fr- friend of the pod, if you want to give me some space in your lab to get some spiders going, <laughs> <laughs> let me know. You'd have, to, you'd have to find some way to link it to, to, plant to plants. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think they're cool. Um, another sort of neat thing is that the male wolf spiders will play music for the females, their own little, what are you talking about? (laughs) What? (laughs) They serenade the ladies. How? They don't have like vocal cords or anything. Are they, are they playing like sick beats on (laughs) tiny, tiny bongo drums? So they're, they're pedipalps. On, on one side are ridged like a file and they'll rub them together and it creates this like purring noise which they're transferring into the leaf litter because spiders can't hear but they can sense vibration so he plays this like purry ratchety noise and the female will pick it up over over distance on the leaf litter which is really really cute yeah so like a cricket they're like singing like a cricket so you know those those instruments they give you in elementary school where it's like a it's like you can shake it and it makes a sand noise yeah. but it's all ridged <laughs> and you put a stick so they've got like the ridge yeah. and stick fish instrument was like exactly brruh. but they're front arms <laughs> that is so funny there are recordings of it online you can actually hear you could hear the sound it's adorable. <laughs> See, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on in the leaf litter. No, I, I so I, I couldn't walk out into my garden and like just put my ear gently to the leaf litter and be like, "Excuse me, wolf spiders, are you trying to find uh, a lady friend?" You could. You, you'll actually, if you go outside, you can hear them. <gasps> I don't know what it sounds like in the environment. Mm-hmm. Um, I've I've heard it. I've heard the recordings of it, and then I've heard while reading articles about this that uh. Some scientists said they could hear it outside. Like now they know what they're listening for. So if they just knew, like this is going to be a hot spot for for wolfies, I'm going to go put my gentle scientist ear 
up to it and they can recognize just the, su- the sweet rhythms <laughs> the serenade of a male of a this male sounds being like, like cursed knowledge <laughs> <laughs> yeah this sounds like one of those things you could never unhear like now that you know what it is you're never alone because it's you and some male wolf spiders <laughs> i'd never recommend learning bird songs because then you'll just yeah. be like oh that's a flicker yeah, like I have that time problem. You go for a walk, and it just is an intrusive thought that you now have created. Where you before you could tune out the bird songs, you're going to mm-hmm. go out and be like, "Spiders yeah. are are restless tonight." Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the the spiders are having a party. Yeah, when we go on hikes, um, and we hear a bird song, I'm like, "Oh, that's an oven bird. That's a blue jay. That's a that's a Carolina wren." And Joe's like, "Please stop! Stop Please it! Just stop it!" Yeah, <laughs> I and I go, "I, don't I can't." I can't stop. I'm cursed with this terrible knowledge. <laughs> there. Speaking of crickets, though, there is a cricket that must be four inches long that lives in my front bush rhododendron because I can hear it it's over, very the loud. Te- over the television at night. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculously. I mean, he's right outside the window and he is he's a big boy singing away. And he I, in my mind. Yeah, he must be huge. I know that in reality, he's probably, you know, a wing very little, but he's so loud so i can cut this if you'd like but an interesting uh there's a lot of research into bats that eavesdrop onto frogs there's a bat that hunts frogs in panama Mm. and so there's an arms race between the frogs and the bats because the bats are eavesdropping on the frogs croaking to find mates so i wonder if there might be something similar happening if there's any bat species that are listening for for spiders because there definitely are bats that are listening Maybe. to to crickets and other orthoptera yeah it could it could be i guess it would um that'd be an interesting interesting study to figure out what what bats are eating or not just spiders, even bats but, like but shrews anything, might be listening right? in maybe there's, there's a lot of a lot of noise happening but yeah yeah could be that's oh that's cool it's very cool. I was when I was reading about this, I was like, I want to, I want to hear the songs of the wolf spider. Serenade me, little males. Let me know. Are there are there other spiders that do this? I know that jumping spiders dance rhythmically, and there's some uh, physical component to the um, dance rhythms. Dance, dance. Not that I've read. So the right now uh, it's just jumpers and wolf spiders are the only ones that I've that I know of that are making sound. But I bet there's others. I bet there's others. That uh, YouTube link is Wolf Spider Noises, if you want to listen to it. Oh, I absolutely do, yes. (laughs) I also have drawn Zots doing Kung Fu. I hope that's all right. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) I gotta see that. (laughs) Uh, Okay, Kelly, what's your favorite type of shoe? Because I'm I'm trying to accurately put on the hooks that spiders have on the end of their shoe. Oh, yeah, they're little. But, But every time I do, it looks like a frog foot. (laughs) <laughs> i'm thinking maybe you might end up in high heels <laughs> to represent that hook the hook um you just yeah just you could draw a regular shoe with two little hooks coming out the front of yeah, it that's what makes it look like a frog it looks like a frog <laughs> yeah um i'm just gonna maybe uh a converse black converse, converse is what i black converse okay you're going the spider gwen route <laughs> love it love it it's either those or i have like a like a, a pair of um green green tennis shoes so okay so i'm not sure what to do with your legs you mentioned that they were stripy what what how high of 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 implied line should i go here 
Uh, let's see. You let's know I at, love a thigh high boot for no reason. I'm going to look at a wolf spider. Let's look at a wolf spider photo while we're doing this. So the legs aren't stripy. It's just the the abdomen. Oh, okay. And the cephalothorax. So there we go. Oh, I see. see? Oh, she does have a pretty little stripe pattern yeah. on her, doesn't she? And they're all pretty stripy. Some of them more so than others. I'm going to show you a picture of a Carolina wolf spider, which is my favorite, only because I've worked with them. But yeah, she looks pretty, pretty general. <laughs> All right, there we go. Yeah, I see the, the legs are kind of a tannish. Yeah. Almost the color of, um, of fall leaves. Look at that camouflage on that lady. Look at her go. Speaking of fall leaves, this is your Bugs Eat Heroes reminder to leave your leaf litter. Mm -hmm. Do not vacuum it up. I guess they don't vacuum it up. <laughs> Rake it up? Rake it up is what I meant to say. Uh, so I'm looking, I'm thinking about superpowers. So we've got yes. speed. We've got pouncing, because they're pouncers. Uh, good eyesight. Camouflage. Venom. Um... Oh, and some of them, so there's a species called the yellow-striped bear spider. I love, I love that it's a bear spider instead of a wolf spider for some reason. <laughs> and um, they can remain underwater for up to 40 hours because they put themselves in a little spider coma. How's that for a crazy power? A spider coma? See, I thought you were going to say they like build like a spider bubble. They like Ooh, like a like a diving bell spider. Yeah, yeah yes. Different type. Yeah. No, so um, they this species lives in like a commonly flooded area. So it's really just so they if they get flooded, they can go into this little coma and hopefully it doesn't last more than forty hours until the water recedes, and then they're safe again. They just they just come out of it. It's not nuts. That is wild. That is yeah. that is a survival tactic. I would not. It's like those those goats that faint. And I'm like, why is this a thing? How yeah. did you? How did we come to this point where you just are like eh, fainting? Goodbye. The goats have narcolepsy. Yeah, we've um, bred that into them. Is my understanding. On average, I think it was 16 hours, but the the one who lasted the longest was 40 hours. And they tried this with two other species of wolf spider, and they just died. So it's something very particular to this species that has really adapted to this floodplain sort of habitat, which is awesome. Um, evolution is cool, man. Evolution is so cool. It's wild out there. All right. I'm going to add some dark lines to Kelly, and then we can talk about what she needs in addition to what I have already. Wow. I'm excited, Amanda, to get not only my very own spider sona, but a spider sona from you, which it makes it really heartfelt and makes me feel all warm inside so thanks oh, well <laughs> if, if i was really designing a spider suit i'd have to take you know days to really think about it but for a first run we'll do this i've tried to add some elements of miles and gwen to the like suits just so that it's clear like where we're coming from for this yeah like the i like his armpit stripes so I felt like that incorporated into the wolf spider. Yeah, I like those really well. too. Be those were cool. And Peter's joke about them. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's like armpits <laughs> bleeding. What's going on here? <laughs> I think it's funny that Miles is so artistic 
when like that would be the last thing I'd expect from Peter. But then you remember that Peter's like a photographer. Yeah. So, so like he does sense. have a he does have like an artistic element to him. <laughs> he just never gets to express it because he's always busy saving New York. And I've said it before and I'll say it again. If you live in the Marvel universe, get the heck out of New York. Oh, Stop yeah. living there. Bad news. <laughs> Nothing good happens in New York in this in the MCU or the Marvel universe in general. I love, uh, is it Jake Johnson who voices Peter? And yes. He does such a great job. He's a very funny guy. He's a very good Peter, too. He has a, such a world-weary element to his yeah. voice that is perfect for a 40-year-old Peter. I think someone in the movie calls him like, oh, here he is, humbling reality, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was like, how dare you? He's probably the happiest of any of you. Yeah, he's married. He's got a little baby. He's. Did he's you hear that they're going to let Peter marry, marry Jane in the comics again and give him yeah. two kids? Yeah, I'm excited to I'm excited. to see how that shakes out. I, it's not 616 Peter, though. It's not. No, it's an alternate universe. Yeah. Aww. But and like all the comments I've seen so far have been like, stop giving us alternate universes of Spider-Man and let him be happy in the 616. <laughs> <laughs> like every single comment has been that. That's fair. Like I clearly, love, I love we all the want him to be with Mary Jane. Stop, stop pretending like he's not interesting just because he's married. Yeah, yeah, that's a, a lousy stereotype. It's it's like one of my biggest media pet peeves is like they learned the wrong lesson from honeymooners. With, yeah, with the whole like once the will they won't they is over, it loses interest. I'm like, no, incorrect. You just have to like pivot what's interesting about these characters. The odd couple dynamic can continue. It's just well, that yeah, now the they kiss at the end. Be, yeah, the characters should be interesting on their own enough to the point where when they're brought together in a marriage, they're still interesting because they haven't changed. They haven't become one. But when they base know, so much of the media person. around like, oh, to, maybe today's the episode where they'll kiss. I'm like, stop. Mm. I've abandoned multiple TV shows because they do that nonsense too many times i'll give you once and only if it's reasonably written <laughs> otherwise i gotta go what would oh. um what spider would you pick for your spider soda i would pick not a spider not a spider <laughs> i would pick i think the jumping spider is really really cute they are very cute but i'm not a very jumpy person i'm kind of is there a spider that's short and squat and probably ambush because i feel like i'm ambushy not capturey um i feel like i i need to maybe be, a like, trapdoor spider yeah i could do trapdoor i think do they have a big booty because i need a big they do booty have a big booty spider. all right yeah. cool i'll do i'll do trapdoor then i'll find you a photo of a trapdoor spider while you draw oh yeah oh it is pretty it's squattier than i remembered it'd be Perfect. That's what I want. I need to be, I need to be the, uh, the teapot equivalent of a spider, short and stout, always yelling, tip me over, pour me out. Yeah, I would say this is a pretty. Well, no, let me copy this picture. This is the perfect oh. picture. Copy. There we go. Look, look at this lady. All right, well, let me pop over to the Discord. Oh yeah, yeah, that's the girl. <laughs> that's the one. Even her legs are thick. She's like a yeah, thick little Yeah, that's spider. what I like. I need a thickum nugget for a, for a spider. <laughs> so now we know Amanda is a trapdoor spider. Perfect. I'm a trapdoor spider. I'm here. I'm waiting for you. 
<laughs> I need to know the the motherly instincts of a trapdoor spider. Uh, I actually, I'm not sure. I haven't read too much about trapdoor spiders. Let's see. No, she cares for them. Oh, and she <gasps> fe- she feeds them for their first winter. Perfect. Yeah. And I I trap and I door. And then they leave and they make their own burrows, so they don't eat her or anything at the end of it. Good. I hate when they eat the mama. <laughs> That's why I don't like octopuses, because I feel like it's injustice. Mm. She spent all this time caring for you, and then you just feast upon her corpse? Rude. It is pretty rude, but you know what? It's got to happen sometimes. You know what? You know, sometimes that's how it be. Uh, Producer Derek, what kind of spider would you be You're for your spider sono? Uh, orb weaver. Orb weaver? Yeah, Why orb they're, weaver? They're very cool. Uh, they set traps. Uh, that makes sense. Oh. <laughs> I mean, they always have. Beavers are pretty. They're pretty. very cool. Like, was it you that showed me that Halloween decoration of someone had put like a giant orb weaver on the front of their their house? Oh, I think so. Um, yeah, and I, I definitely, I think about trying to build my own web, like how I would do it. You start with the three <laughs> across, and then you mm-hmm. you make the spokes after that, like. I think it would just be a good time. Well, I don't know if you remember this, Derek. Mom used to make a dental floss web every Halloween when we were growing up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's really that's yeah. cool. On our front porch, she, I mean, because it's it's in reality, it's it's time consuming, but it's not a particularly complicated design. Yeah, spiders do it. They have tiny little brains. Yeah, as we discussed. <laughs> <laughs> you ever there are studies where they put spiders on different drugs and watch the way they oh yeah they yeah, weave yeah. their webs and it definitely affects the oh, web the construction we weave yeah. <laughs> okay, i'm trying not to give you the the little spider-man nipped waist because i feel like it's, it's unrealistic body standards from the spider-mans <laughs> one thing that was interesting about the amount of spiders that they showed that they really showed that like the the idea of a spider person is very very broad like normally you'd expect them all to just be kind of peter variants the way that, yeah, there like, were some really there. big ones. There, there were like, some really big burly ones and big, you know, yeah, some real departures from Peter. Whereas in the first one, it was like even Penny was Penny. I, I don't think her last name is Parker, but I mean, she's basically just a female Peter. Peter. Yeah, yeah. Like, but in this one, in Spider Across the Spider Verse, they really embrace the idea that being a spider person is a whole genre. <laughs> and again that goes back to like this weird moment in comics where they talked about like there's a spider force basically that like <laughs> well the spider-man multiverse stuff actually comes earlier than the spider-verse event it comes yeah. from a video game for playstation called spider-man shattered worlds i think oh interesting where you play as peter and miguel Oh, interesting. Let me go. Shattered Dimensions. Spider-Man Shattered Dimensions. And you also play as Spider-Man Noir. I would like to see more of Miguel. I hope they don't kill his character off in the third movie. Um, I would be interested to see a live-action sort of Miguel. I think there's a lot to do with his character, given he's he's a little bit of an anti-hero for Spider-Man. Yeah. Because, yeah, Cody and I were talking about last night how much, like, when Peter is Peter is Peter, he 
he is a good guy. He's even when he's doing things that aren't great, he's always trying to do them for the right reason. And yeah. Miguel shares that, even though he doesn't have the same level of like golden heartedness that Peter no. does. <laughs> uh, M- Miguel is very much this is the right thing to do, and I will do it at all right. costs. Right. That's what I signed up yeah. to do was was to protect the multiverse, whatever it takes. He's very practical. And and as we learned in the comics when we read the comics over the summer, it's like he anyone who has something he wants, it like it doesn't matter who that is. He will take it from you. I mean, he took his own brother's <laughs> girlfriend. What yeah, a rude. Yeah. <laughs> what a rude person. <laughs> she kind of sucked too. I don't know why. <laughs> she was not worth stealing from your brother. <laughs> she wasn't great. I don't know. Oh, Miguel. How stripey is Darcy? Is Dar- Darcy's a tabby. He's okay. a. I'll he's add some more stripes. A gray striped tabby, with white paws. Like oh, he's white wearing, paws. Like he's wearing little socks. Whoop. Whoop. And, then, and then don't forget, Finn is missing an eye and a leg. <laughs> uh, yeah, I put him in the bag because I figured he uh, needs to be in the bag. So. Okay, now I just gotta. I just gotta My boy. add some lines to Zots, doing kung fu. This is great. Do I get all the cats? I get all the yeah, all the you podcasts. Got, you got all the podcasts. <laughs> do, 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 do. Put on Zotz's liar spot. <laughs> we were. Uh, I Rotunda was trying to steal some food from me because I had a cheesesteak. Mm, I love and, a cheesesteak. And Valerie came over and grabbed her before she could get any, and she made a Zot sound. What's oh, a really? Zot sound? He's- she that's great like waluigi spinning out in mario yeah yeah that's a waluigi yeah i'd say he is a waluigi did i send you that comic about like waluigi thinks his life is the worst and then he finds out that like other people also have feelings that's great it was a very good comic finn makes finn's been making these barking noises at us he'll just go yeah zots does those yeah I'm like, what do you want? And then just keep doing it. It's very cute, though. It's very, very cute. He's just going to turn to him and be like, chaos reigns, father. <laughs> like, oh, gosh. <laughs> you can see the poster behind me. He pulled the tax out of that. What a little jerk. I saw yeah. it was falling down. I didn't realize it was him. Yeah. He just reaches got- over and just pulls them. He jumped up to the window that you can't see and then pulled out the tax. <laughs> He's a menace. Yeah. He has He's the enough. youngest son energy for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, putting it in the art tab. Finn has been um, those poofs that I made for your cats, Derek. We have a bunch. I made a bunch for my cats too. And Finn has been in the evening bringing two or three of them into our, or in the morning, he brings two or three of them into our bedroom. And then at night, he brings them back out again in his mouth. <laughs> it's oh, so, so cute. cute. <laughs> All right, pop it in the Discord. I put all Spider right. Kelly in there with all her cats. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love, look at all those kitties. Oh, look at baby boy. Winking. <laughs> look at Sots. <laughs> I yeah, think this is Rotunda great. needs to be even fatter. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll, I'll beef her up. Plump up Rotundi. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like I just stole these cats and they're mine now. Yeah, it does have a little <laughs> bit of a thief energy to it. but It's great. So I tried to add some of the striping 
which I, I had to like read you several times because it was coming off as waspy, but oh well. Uh, <laughs> the black chucks to kind of reference Spider Gwen, the armpit uh, stripes to Stripies. reference, yeah, Miles. Uh, a ponytail at the top like Lady Deadpool because <laughs> I wanted to show your hair. But I was like, well, look, the the Lady Deadpool ponytail is the best one. It's great. Thank you. I love it. Look at the little, little course... Desius. <laughs> look <laughs> so at his small. tiny little head. <laughs> so anxious. <laughs> so concerned. <laughs> <laughs> she just always looks like she's dissociating to me. Always. She at all does. times. <laughs> she's... Poor Desi always just looks like she's overwhelmed by what is happening and she wishes it wasn't. Okay, we gotta do the leg segment and uh, wrap up. Alright, so how many legs would you give the wolf spider? We'll go eight today because eight out of eight, they're my favorites. Yeah, they're your they're favorites. How about you, Ezra? I mean, I was I was surprised by, I, I knew a little bit of the mothering stuff because we've just discussed it before. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know that they sing songs to each other. I don't know why that <laughs> that really endears them to me a lot that they have I don't know, they just playing like, a little song dad he's doing a little dance you know we've discussed before that that peter's like his little violin ability <laughs> exactly <laughs> he's like ah, da, 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 da. <laughs> and something about it being percussive i i am also imagining him reading her like his poems for her oh yeah like, with, like do, 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 my beautiful queen do, 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 do. <laughs> Lord of the Underbrush. Here we meet. Here to eat. Me. And then like that's it. That's the whole that's the whole poem. Perfect poetry. Yeah. How many legs then? I'm gonna I mean I think the fact that they don't spin webs. They do they do have the ability to make web. They just don't spin They spin silk, they don't make webs right okay yeah i guess that's a a technically a distinction yeah yeah so do they make like cobwebby webs or uh when no when they're when they're they may sometimes when they're in a they'll be in a burrow when she's getting ready to lay eggs and she Mm -hmm. might cover that burrow in silk line up so she pretty much uses her silk as her papoose to make the babies it's it's for eggies uh yeah or derek's Derek's mentioning molting. Yeah, if she's molting, she might make a, a soft sort soft of place to, to be skinless. <laughs> yeah. yeah. To slowly come out. Yeah. Um, I think not being a web slinger as a spider Sona would be to your detriment just mm. because all the other spider people would be leaving you behind. I'd have to be fast. Good have runner. To be so fast. Yeah. yeah. And climby. But like theoretically, they're all fast too, is the thing. Like they're already fast because they have their own hydraulic leg system. <laughs> Producer Derek's is getting taxis. And yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? You're like, oh no, Kingpin's up to it again. Ahoy, ahoy, taxi. Let me open my lift app. Let me, let me grab an Uber real fast. <laughs> Uh, I think that would be to your detriment as a spider Sona. So I'm going to take a point off for that. But other than that, I'll give Fair. it a seven. Seven out of eight. Seven out of eight. Nice. Yes. They are fun. And they're cool. Uh, and I know people are generally very afraid of them because they can be big and intimidating, mm-hmm. but they don't want to bite you. So if you find one in your house, put a cup over it, slide a piece of paper under that cup, gently yeah. put them outside. 
They're I mean, not, even if they get dangerous. out of the cup, they're probably not going to get on you. They're still going to try and leave. Yeah, they don't want to be on us. We're very scary. Although, yeah. when I was doing my research, I was transferring one wolf spider into the the experimental area, and she zipped up my arm. And she got loose and got up onto my shoulder and stopped. And there is an undergrad in the room with me, and the undergrad lost her mind. <laughs> She had a complete meltdown. And she's like, it's on your shoulder. It's on your shoulder. And I go, I know. She's on my shoulder. She doesn't really want to be on me. This was a she mistake. She doesn't like it any more than I do. Yeah. All right. I'm my not mom happy about this say, either. <laughs> yeah. Mom used to always say, uh, they're more scared of you than you are of it. Yeah. And Although then, I do get that some people have phobias. And yeah, you yeah. can't really do too much about that. But if you're right. just like yuckied about them. Mm. Mm-hmm. you know we, we can work on that just, just avoid each other yeah mutual yeah. avoidance <laughs> but she got up on my shoulder and i had i had to gently get her onto my hand yeah to then get her into her cup i mean some it was a process tarantulas and really yeah. have a a a relationship based on handling with their yeah. tarantulas which is really i've handled impressive. tarantulas before when i worked at a pet store um they have great Dane energy where they're like, yeah. what, do, they don't really what are you going to do about yeah. this? Okay. <laughs> like a great Dane, you can like walk over and push it over. And they're just like, oh no, I'm falling over now. Why'd you do that? <laughs> Whereas like a Chihuahua is like, oh, fight you to the death right now. <laughs> yeah, chihuahuas are a lot. <laughs> chihuahuas are a lot. Well, they, but I yeah, mean, yeah. So when don't, you're small, don't you got to be on alert. You got to be on alert all the time when you're small. It's true of spiders. It's true of chihuahuas. Yeah, <laughs> it's true of me. It's true. It's true Don't of Amanda. Me. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad. I'm glad you enjoyed the wolf spider chit chat we just had. I yeah. I love them. I think they're great. I think the only thing you could really do to improve them is if you were a werewolf spider. If you were part. Oh of yeah, that'd be spider. Fun. You only became <laughs> that. So we should add this to your spider sona lore. You become a giant spider at night. You become a giant spider only on the full moon. Oh, that would be great. Yeah, because we've we've talked before about how Peter every now and then Peter will become a a spider man. Man, yeah. <laughs> he's like gross. a man spider. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, that let's add that to my my spider sona. Yeah, so a full moon. <laughs> on a full moon, you become, become a, a giant, terrifying a, wolf spider. A. a a shelob-sized spider <laughs> that lives in the forest. I'm into the forests it. of New York. <laughs> Be the cryptid you want to see in the world, right? Be the cryptid you want to see. Mothman. Also, did you, I just found out Cody didn't know what Mothman was before we did that episode a few weeks ago. Really? I, I, I guess Mothman is not one of the more popular cryptids. I, he... I, I think this is my personal bias. I think it's I all Bigfoot. Very popular, but I think I'm on the section of the internet in which he is popular. Maybe if that makes sense. <laughs> I'm like on enough. Like, here's a pretty picture of my moth. Here's a cool caterpillar I found. Like, I'm, I follow enough of those pages at Mothman. Where you found Mothman? Yeah, exactly. I found the Mothman <laughs> fans. Well, that's good. I, I hope that um, that episode brings more people to Mothman to understand. So he may warn them. Yeah. So that he may tell the them. Of the the, the hard bridges in his life. <laughs> well, if you want to share your spider sona with us, you can find us on the Reddits, all the usual places. Please come talk to us. We'd love to talk about spider sonas with you. 
do you think uh, they did too much color work in Gwen's universe in Spider-Verse 2? Because <laughs> I, I do. Uh, and otherwise, if you just want to talk about bugs, we're on the Reddit. You can come find us. We'll see you there. So long. Goodbye. We love you. Bugs Need Heroes is created by Derek Conrad and Kelly Zimmerman. Hosted by Amanda Allen Nide and Kelly Zimmerman. Bugs Need Heroes is produced and edited by Derek Conrad. Our music is Ladybug Castle by Roll Music. All character art by Amanda Allen Nide. Got a bug question? Email us at bugsneedheroes at gmail.com. Check us out on bugsneedheroes.com for the visual companion to our episodes with the artwork of the bug-related heroes. We also have an Instagram, Twitter, and subreddit under the Bugs Need Heroes name. Thanks for coming by. Well, I, I finally... Um... Sorry, that Is wasn't that a part. That was me. That was my boss. Yeah, sorry. I do. I do hobbies during the recording. It's all of a sudden Derek's ripping. It's just a. It's a great noise. Um. <laughs>